Hello, explorers, and welcome to Q&A episode 26 of Unbroken. I'm your host, Alexandra Amore, and I'm here today with a question from uh, someone who emailed me over the weekend, and I thought it was a really good subject, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So the question is, does our past matter when we're dealing with things like anxiety and urgency? And this is such a good question because in the old psychological paradigm, the one that we're so used to and the one that most self-help type um, books and courses and understanding are based on, uh, our past does matter. It really matters. And we need to dig into that past in order to you know, heal or resolve the things that are going on with us in the present. And what I'm here today to share is that actually it's our past is a lot less important than we think it is. And as I say that, I want to emphasize that it's not that your past, I'm not trying to negate the things that happened to you or to me in the past and the feelings that we had about those, about neglectful upbringings or trauma that we experienced in the past. So this is the caveat at the beginning. I'm not framing this in a way or trying to get across the message that your past doesn't actually matter because of course that's not true. What I'm going to talk about is how when we're looking for resolution to uh, problems that we're having or things that we're experiencing in this day, in this particular case, we're going to talk about anxiety and urgency is that the past isn't the place to look. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to emphasize. Okay. So let's talk about the question that I received from a listener was about specifically about urgency. So another thing I want to say too, and I've talked about in the past, and this is why she she actually emailed me. I've talked in the past about how urgency is one of the things that I've dealt with in the past. And it took me a while to realize, and I'll share this with you guys, that urgency and anxiety are the same thing. Think of them as sort of falling under the same umbrella uh, or the same family of um, experiences that we have. They're they're specific in that they might feel like, like someone with anxiety might feel like they don't feel a sense of urgency and vice versa. But the two experiences are um, trying to bring you the same message. They're just doing it in a slightly different way. And that's really important when it comes to exploring um, those situations uh, via this inside out understanding. So let's get into it. So the metaphor I thought of just before I hit record here is that imagine that you have a weed in your garden and it's, uh, you know, it's unsightly. It's something that you don't want there on your lawn or in your flower beds or whatever. And the way that we tend to deal with weeds or the best way to deal with them, as far as I know, <laughs> I'm an amateur gardener, is to really dig down and when we're pulling out the weed to make sure that we pull out all the roots, uh, like just chopping it off at the top isn't going to do anything because it's going to grow back. So that metaphor about the weed is a really good explanation of 
the old paradigm of psychology, that we innocently in the past have felt that dealing with um, uncomfortable feelings that come up like urgency and anxiety, what we needed to do was dig way, way down um, to the tiny roots where they're, you know, they just become almost like hairs. They're so thin and small and fragile deep down there in the earth. And I certainly had therapists who helped me to do that. You know, we would, I would bring up the feeling of urgency or anxiety. And so we would dig into the past. Where did that come from? You know, was there a specific incident uh, that I can recall um, where I felt that kind of urgency when I was really young? Sort of where did it begin that kind of exploration again, completely innocently, we do, you know, we do the best we can with the information we have in the moment. So that's the old paradigm way of dealing with these feelings like urgency and anxiety. In this inside out exploration, we're really turning that on its head. Because if you're experiencing urgency or anxiety, it's not actually necessary to go digging back into your past to look at the root of where that experience came from. And here's why. Uh, It's not because, again, it's not because you're, like I said, your feelings and your experience and your history don't matter. But it, the reason we say you don't need to dig into the past is because that feeling of urgency or anxiety that you're experiencing is telling you something different than we've been led to believe. And what it's telling you is that your thinking is really revved up. So the feeling of urgency or anxiety isn't a problem in itself. It's actually a, um, an alarm bell, you might want to say, although that, that wording, um, makes me feel a little anxious. It's a, it's a signal. It's a piece of feedback from your brilliant, uh, design that is filled with wisdom, your human design. And what it's alerting you to is that your thinking is really revved up and it's not to be trusted in this moment. This is not the moment to make when you're going to make good choices or healthy choices, because you're coming from a real place of um, fear and lack and a lack of understanding about how you work, how you're designed um, to return to a state of peace and calm and quiet and wisdom. So innocently in the past, before we knew about this inside out understanding, what we do when we feel a sense of urgency or anxiety, probably we would do one of two things. We would dig into the past, as I've mentioned, trying to find the root source of that feeling in order to eradicate it, get rid of it, you know, heal it in some way. And then The other thing we would do is we would look at the feeling itself as a problem. Like I'm feeling this sense of urgency or anxiety and it's really, it's a problem. It's, it's some part of me is broken 
and I need to get rid of this feeling. I need to medicate it or I need to resolve it by stopping doing the activities that I'm interested in because, you know, or, or let's say driving on a freeway because that's what makes me anxious. And the reality is that none of that is true, that your feeling of urgency or anxiety is actually a perfect part of your design. And it's simply bringing you information and letting you know that your thinking is really revved up. And that, like I said a little bit earlier, that your thinking can't be trusted in this moment. And it's a reminder that if you just let yourself settle, knowing that your design is, um, its default is calm and clarity and wisdom, that at some point in the future, this feeling of anxiousness or, ang- or urgency will dissipate. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'm just going to scooch out of the frame for one second. I want to grab my uh, snow globe. So the metaphor we often use in this instance is that of a snow globe. And if you're watching on YouTube, I've got a little snow globe here and I'm just shaking it up. So when we're experiencing urgency and anxiety, those snowflakes are swirling around inside that snow globe and making us feel like we need to do something about them in that moment. But if you know anything about snow globes, you know that if you just let them, if you just set them down, all the swirling snow just settles to the bottom of the snow globe. That's how it's designed. It's, there's nothing you could do once you set set the snow globe down to make that snow swirl around again. Gravity is doing its job. And what we innocently do when we get really concerned about urgency or anxiety that we feel, when we misunderstand what its purpose is, we we're innocently shaking the snow globe up even more. So it might start to settle and then we just start to add more and more thinking to it. Um, You know, what does this mean? Does this mean I'm broken? How am I going to deal with this? What am I going to do if I need to drive on the freeway uh, sometime tomorrow? Um, All that kind of thinking just adds more uh, swirling activity to the snow globe. But when we understand that life is moving through us, that we're experiencing our thinking via our feelings, and we know that we're designed to settle down, then we come to understand that there's nothing we need to do about those feelings. And so personally, I can tell you that the urgency that I experienced for years, and it was sort of, it sort of dogged me all the time. And it did that for a specific reason, because that way that we're designed, that message that's trying to get through to me, to let me know that my thinking is really stirred up, is never going to give up until we see it for what it is. So for 30 years, I dealt with, I describe it as like, um, 
you know, that there was a demon breathing on the back of my neck all the time, telling me to go faster and do more and that uh, I couldn't rest or relax. And it cropped up in all kinds of different ways. One of the things I that's easy to describe is that if I was ever out and about, and I mean, this went on for decades, if I was ever out and about running errands, and let's say, you know, on a list or in my head, I had four or five errands to run, I would get maybe two of them done, maybe three. And then the the pressure from that voice screaming on the back of my neck to, to be finished with it all, Um, would just get to be too much. And I would say, oh, forget it. I'm not going to do these last two or three errands. I'm just going to go home. And that would ease it off a little bit. And at the time, that seemed like, you know, the logical thing to do. I want to emphasize this as well. We're always doing what we think is best for ourselves. You know, we're always trying to feel better. So I don't, I don't blame myself or you for doing what we've done in the past to try to deal with those really, really uncomfortable feelings. Then when I began to learn about this understanding, and I began to see that feeling of urgency for what it was, that it was simply letting me know about the state of my thinking, the more I remembered that, the more those feelings of urgency and anxiety could dissipate, they could go away. And now I experience them really rarely. But the important thing to remember is, I, you know, I still am divinely designed, I'm still tapped in like you are, like all of us are, to wisdom. So when I'm in a situation, and I feel a lot of urgency, you know, butterflies in my stomach, or that feeling of needing to rush and and be really fast about doing something now i i most of the time i remember oh right okay this this isn't this feeling doesn't mean that i do actually have to go faster if i'm replying to an email or recording a podcast episode all it's telling me is that my thinking is very busy and I can wait and that thinking will really calm down. So in the case of, let's say, I was feeling that urgency feeling while replying to somebody's email, let's just say, for example, um, I might take a few deep breaths and kind of remind myself that I don't have to go super fast. I can take my time replying to the email and remember that, you know, for whatever reason, something has just made my thinking speed up. The other thing I can do sometimes is, well, I'll just save this email and I'll come back to it when I'm in a calmer state of mind. Um, The same thing happens actually when I'm having conversations with people. If I suddenly start to feel like uh, a, a real sense of urgency and like I want to interrupt the person that I'm talking to or that I really want them to stop talking so that I can get my point across... That's simply feedback. That's just letting me know that I'm I'm really caught up in my thinking and the best thing I can do for myself and probably for the other person as well in the conversation is just let myself settle. And that may not be the moment to say the thing I want to say. I might want to wait until I feel like I'm in a much calmer, quieter state of mind. And remember, I don't have to do anything 
to get there. That's just going to happen automatically the same way that the snowflakes in the snow globe just settle down on their own as soon as we set our thinking down. So I hope that's been helpful for you uh, if you're dealing with any sense of anxiety or urgency. And uh, again, if you have any questions and you'd like to um, you'd like me to address them on a future Q&A episode, I'll be happy to do that. You can go to alexandraamore.com forward slash question and fill out the form there and I'll be happy to answer. So thank you again for being with me here today and I hope you are well and I will talk to you again next week. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found the show helpful and uplifting. You'll find all the backlist episodes and show notes at unbrokenpodcast.com. To learn more about how to resolve an overeating habit in a way that's unlike anything else you've tried, go to freedomfromovereating.com. Use the coupon code PODCAST at checkout to save 20% on this unique and comprehensive course. See you next time.